People say he ain't no good And I'm crazy as a loon Cause I shave my head in the morning And pick guitar in the afternoon Just like old Chief and Charlie I like to lay around in the shade Well I ain't got no money But you better believe I got it made Cause I ain't asking nobody for nothing Just leave this bald-headed country boy alone. What's up, folks? Thank y'all for tuning into the Josh Terry Podcast. When I tell y'all motherfuckers I'm excited about this show today, I'm excited. Uh, I don't get stood up by a lot of people a lot of times, <laughs> but I have begged and begged and pleaded to get these next two on here. I have been following them since the first fucking day I saw them on social media a couple years ago, and thanks to Toby... A couple months ago, he hooked me up with these guys, and it just has not worked out on either one of our ends to where we could do a show together yet. And they were at Christmas time, and I got the fucking regulators on here. Bobby and Eddie, I'm so fucking excited, dude. Uh, dudes, you guys are just, I love every fucking thing you guys do. Well, I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Thank I'm you. Sorry you gave us the runaround for so long. I know. I mean, it's I, only been since what, June? I know, right? I fucking suck. <laughs> I mean, I, <laughs> I'm the problem of every aspect of my life, including this show, I guess. I yeah, know, shit. As long as you don't swallow, I guess it's okay. Yeah. Oh, shit. You never know. It depends how much that check's going to be. $20 is $20 <laughs> these days. I say all it the time. It is. It's a lot. Hey, I say all the fucking time. I don't know how much money it's going to cost me to sell out, but I want to find out. And, you know... If it happens, I got to suck one or two to get there. I'm ready. I'm fucking. <laughs> I'm ready to put Eddie's mouth on the line, too. Man, you. Dude, the first time I saw y'all's videos, I shit you not. You would have to know. You would have to know me from way back in the fucking day for you not to be thinking I'm bullshit when I'm about to say. I've always thought when it comes to like racial issues or whatever, if there was more people in the world that put out stuff like y'all put out, like hatred racism all this other bullshit would be over fucking done with squashed because like where i come from like i grew up having guys of different colors and backgrounds from me and we roasted each other we talked shit to each other I, i didn't know it was a fucked up thing and the rest of the world thought this shit was fucked up until i went outside my community and it's like oh, I can't talk shit to this dude because he's a different skin color. Like, no, like I'm so used to people roasting me that look different and then nobody getting offensive or offended by it. So first time I saw y'all stuff, I was like, this is, this is more than comedy. This, this is, this is fucking great. Oh yeah. If you listen to like the media and shit, they make you think the country is so divided, but 99% of it is just everybody just bullshitting and mingling. Yeah. The trailer it- park in the hood is the same shit. The only thing that's different is the amount of concrete. <laughs> I mean, that's that's real. Yeah, dude. I'm telling you, like, I didn't know. Like, I, I everybody's heard me talk about this before. I like racist jokes, but I like the ones that are more towards white folks than any goddamn thing. <laughs> I, I, I love stereotypes, but I grew up with people 
literally some of my best friends in this world. I know like that's the first thing somebody that wants to just be like, oh, I love black folks or I love everybody else says that. Oh, I grew up and everybody. I got seven shit. black friends. Yeah, exactly. I I didn't know that it was wrong to talk shit to anybody else until like the oh, rest of the world told me. My dog is black. I'm not racist. Yeah. We, <laughs> we, named, it, we named it Obama. A matter of fact. Uh, <laughs> I got a color TV. I'm not racist. <laughs> that is fucking great. Uh, well, dude, I mean, it's just not not many people have that sense of humor anymore. They take life too serious. And mm-hmm. you guys, I'm sure y'all have your serious moments. I'm sure whatever. But y'all's content and everything y'all make is fucking. You, you're just living life, and there's there's nothing. There's nothing but love between y'all, and it's just the fucking best thing in the world to me. Oh yeah, I mean shit. This has been my brother for twenty years now. So yeah, yeah. every now I, and then we get a little serious, but <laughs> most of the time we just bullshit constantly the entire day. The entire day. You've been around somebody twenty eight years. You're gonna get serious every now and then. Oh yeah. How how did y'all meet? Uh, I was actually a trainer at a restaurant chain and we had just opened a new store and eddie came in there and applied and got hired and then ever since then we've just been kicking it non-stop yep that's cool dude do y'all catch a lot of shit on social media or is it all positive oh, oh no fuck no it's very rarely positive no <laughs> yeah. shit yeah man people like we do get the good comments you know where people are like i love what y'all are doing and Y'all can end racism yeah. and all this shit. Yeah. But most of the time, it's not so bad anymore. But our first account, God, it was terrible. People hated seeing the unity. Did They, they gave just, us shit constantly. Did they just not get it? I mean, did they just not get the satire and the love in it? Not at all. It's like they literally are from like 1999 on. Like nobody lived before then. Like in if we were around in the eighties, like together making content, Mel Brooks would have loved us. Oh, absolutely. We would have been in all his fucking shit. Yeah. There's not there's not enough of it anymore, too. Like I'm I was born in eighty seven. So like I grew up I grew up and my dad made me watch, not made me watch, but he watched and I picked up on it like Richard Pryor. And Eddie mm-hmm. Murphy shit from back in the day and all that kind of stuff or whatever. Like, I love the fact that they used to fucking dog on Caucasians the way they did, but it was in a love way. Like it was in a this is a joke. Like, yeah, this, like this I'm is, just I'm giving you shit. Give it back. You ain't yeah. gotta be so offended or get angry and none of that shit. Yeah. The people that probably talk shit to y'all on social media are the ones that are the most fucking racist and the most hateful people. Oh, it's normally yeah. fucking white women. This always fucking white women. Yeah, telling us he needs to be offended. Doesn't doesn't that fucking just get your fucking just ass chap that a <laughs> over <laughs> that a overeducated spoiled ass white bitch is telling you an African American man, oh you ought to be offended by this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's wild for real. It's, it's wild. Like ever since. Uh, our first account consciously is fucked with us hard. That's been our boy. And every time like some shit like really crazy happens, I'm like, Hey George, is this, you know, is it borderline or is it? I, right? he's like, I don't see nothing wrong with it. So if consciously says it's cool, then fuck everybody else. It's all right. <laughs> I, well, I'm one of those people that like, especially on my show, it's harder 
one of the first people I had on the show that was like a bigger social media personality was uh, Ginger Billy. And, <laughs> uh, and he told me something back in the day. He was like, dude, he was like, whatever you put on social media, you have to go by the community guidelines, but with the podcast and other stuff, you can do your own shit. Same way when he does stand up or whatever, he can say whatever he wants to. If you're not coming from a place of hate and it's a joke, you ought to be able to say what the fuck you want to. You oh, yeah. to People can tell when it's hate. Yeah, like there's there's no hate with you guys. I don't understand how anybody can get fucking pissy about it. Yeah, because it's not like we just do strictly black jokes making fun of their stereotypes right. or just strictly white stereotypes. Like we make fun of both stereotypes. Yeah. Everybody gets shit on. Now yeah. we will only do black and white comedy because that's what we are. Like we but if we got our Migo friends with us and shit, we'll do some fucking Migo jokes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what's fucked up is I do them all with nobody in the room. Has to <laughs> <laughs> Like, I ought to be the fucking problem. But I just, <laughs> like, I heard, I had a show. But like re- you said, you're not doing it out of hate. No, no. Uh, I'm you're not just a, giving shit. I'm not a big fan of Carlos Mencia. Uh, but Carlos Mencia had a bit one time, dude. And it was talking about taking the power away from negative words that the more that you joke about it, the more you talk about it, the more you take the stigma, the taboo away from the word, the less power that that word has to use like everybody else. And like, Mm -hmm. so I just, I'm under the impression still, and this is where my brain is fucked up. How you said a while ago, if y'all had been around in the eighties, you'd have been fucking a thousand times bigger because nobody was sensitive. I'm still mm-hmm. wired like that to where. Oh, we I, are too. Yeah. Like I want to talk shit to people. That's my love language. Like that. Happens. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to sit here and tell my boys every day, like, man, I love you. You're my best friend, but I'm going to call you a piece of shit. And that you should know that when I call you that, that's my way of saying, I love you. So in my mind, if I'm talking about another culture, another person or whatever, and I'm talking trash to them or with them, excuse me, with them, not at them, they should be like, damn, if he talks to his best friends that way, he's showing me love right now. And I don't think the rest yeah. of the world yeah. gets that. Yeah. yeah. And we got, we got, uh, three Migos that work with us right now. And I don't speak a whole lot of Spanish, but Eddie does. So like, they'll start fucking talking shit in Spanish. I'm like, what are they saying? What are they saying? Mm-hmm. I pick up on some words, gringo. If I hear that, I know they're talking about me. I'm the only fucking one out there. <laughs> <laughs> what What do y'all actually do? Well, right now we're working on a drill crew. Okay. We're putting in uh, fiber and shit. Okay. But we're heavy equipment operators. We've done it all. We worked on the pipelines. Eddie can operate anything. I'm a pretty good right hand man. As long as I just got to stand there and look. Like I know some shit. Yeah, motherfucker with the shovel now. I am. I'm a son of a bitch on that shovel now. (laughs) It takes a special person to work a shovel day in and day out. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't realize what a fucking labor intensive job that was. So I was about like, I got locked up when I was like 21, 20, somewhere in there for like 60 to 90 days. I can't remember. Uh, I was on probation and shit and did some stupid shit. And uh, I had to see that. Yeah, I'm a fucker. I used to be. (laughs) I'm good now, but from like the ages of of 18 to 23 before my daughter was born. Fuck up, boy. I'm telling like It's crazy how kids save your life in more ways than one. I tell my daughter every day that she did what the state of Georgia never could. She made a man out of me. Mm -hmm. And like, but 
I had to like get up and go to work every day in that rehab detention center. And it was where like, I had to fucking do road work. And like, <laughs> I had to put out silk fence and all this oh, other stuff. God. And it's like, you know what? I ain't never breaking the law again. <laughs> Fuck this shit. Change my I gotta life. do this shit fucking 15 cents an hour. Kiss uh-uh. my ass. And I just, I lucked up and fell in the country radio. Otherwise I'd have been fucking doing labor like manual labor. Let me go ahead and tell you, I got a lot of respect for everybody that does manual labor because my pussy ass can't do it. Right. <laughs> I ain't about that life at all, bro. It ain't made for everybody. Nuh-uh. That's okay. It's all right. I got a lot. We've of seen my- some tough talking motherfuckers come in, and then by the end of the day, they're throwing up. <sighs> I can't do this. <laughs> Shut up. Just go away. And what's bad, dude? I come from farmers. And I come from, like, my dad and my grandpa have owned a drywall company my entire life. So, like, <laughs> if y'all been around drywall, y'all know that's some, that's some fucking work. And I can't yeah, fucking yeah. do it. I can't do it, bro. You say you can't do it? Fuck no. <laughs> no. First time they put a sander in my hand at, like, the age of 15, like, and had to sand down mud on walls. Fuck that. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to start robbing motherfuckers because <laughs> I ain't doing this shit. Fuck that shit. I'm going to learn to hustle, bro. This is not going to be the way. I am not going to work hard like this. Fuck no. Hey, your drywall make- will make some motherfuckers think about some life choices. Yeah. Mind, dude. Man, I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it to where <laughs> I'm telling you, you take every soft ass person, you put them in a house having to hang, sand, and finish. And it's just like, you know what? All of a sudden, you know, you either are fixing to fucking join the army or you just, you know, you should be like, fuck this shit. I am, I'm going to get a disability on purpose. (laughs) I can't fucking do it, dude. What, what, how did y'all fall into this? Did y'all just say this like one day, fuck it. We're going to start making videos. Are they like, were you strategic about it? Or what happened? Not at all. Nope. We just said, fuck it. One day we was at work. And we were a uh, two-man kill crew. We were killing g- old gas services. And they didn't have no kills that day, so they had an install. So we fucking went and installed the service. And while, while we're waiting, I was like, hey, we're about to make this video. Come here. And first video we ever did was an Upchurch song. Yeah. Back when TikTok was still fucking, like, musically. Yeah. And we fucking did the video. It didn't do shit, of course, but we just kept making videos because we thought it was fun. And then that fucking get up song came up and we did our own little dance because neither one of us could get those fucking dance moves down. So I was like, fuck it, we're going to make up our own dance for this shit. And we did it and it did like two million views and like and overnight. And I was like, man, we might be fucking good at this. And then we just started making comedy after that. Cause he can't dance. He's the only black guy in the world that can't fucking dance. Yep, can't do it. So we couldn't do no more dance videos. We used all our all seven of our moves in that fucking first video. Yep, all of them. So we's like, I only did six. I don't know where you got the seventh one from. But thanks for the extra credit. Thanks for the extra credit. I appreciate it. No problem. (laughs) Well, I'm glad y'all fucking decided not to do dance videos. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Me too. That shit will wear you out like you're on a shovel. Man, I, I, I didn't want to do TikTok. Like, coming from radio to starting my own studio, like, I hired, like, these three 
good looking white bitches to like do all my social media and <laughs> stuff for me because I was like, all I want to do is the radio show. Like all I want to do is the podcast. That's it. I don't want to do social media. I don't give a fuck about it. Nothing like this. So I was like, of course these bitches can do it. They're good looking. All you got to do is shake your ass, your tits or whatever. Tell them to go listen to the Josh Tate podcast. We'll be rich. Boom. No, no, those dumb bitches couldn't come up with. I fired them all within a month's time. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I can do this. But I was reluctant for the longest time because I was like, my daughter at the time was probably nine or 10, like in 2020. I can't remember. And it's like, if my daughter likes this app, there's no reason in the world why I ought to have it or be on it. <laughs> like, it's like, I'm not made for fucking kids. Like, I'm not, I shouldn't be doing this shit. But then That's the, second the same I, shit Eddie was saying. But the second I realized that there was money in it and there was so much growth in it, it's like, nah, this is stupid not to do it. Now, see, the craziest shit is we just started making money this year from social media. This no year. Shit. Yeah. Like, we've never been monetized on anything. And then this year we got monetized and we're like, fuck, this is what everybody's been talking about. Yeah. This shit is great. Yeah. yeah. Like, when you wake, go to bed at night. And you're like, oh, I've got X amount of money in that account. And then you wake up the next day and you ain't done a goddamn thing. And it's like, oh, okay. Well, maybe I will yeah. put some more stupid shit on social yeah. media. <laughs> maybe let's try to put a, somewhat of an effort behind this shit and see what we get. Yeah. I uh, I, I was so reluctant. I, re I really was to even, because I just wanted to put me out there and I wanted you to like me for me and I wanted to be authentic to myself. But That's the like, way to be, though. Yeah, but people can tell when you're being fake. Absolutely. But there also comes a time period. It's like, hey, you can be you, but you can also do a trend or you can do something that's going to make you some fucking money. Yep. All right. There's, there's a lot of people that just don't take advantage of that because they're like, no, this doesn't fit me. I'm going to make it fit me. It just might not uh, like probably nine times out of 10. It's a bust. Yep. But that, <laughs> but that one time it's like, okay, I got it. I guess yeah, it's going to work. Yeah, yeah, no matter what the trend is, you can make it work for whatever your brand is. Exactly. Yeah. Unless you're somebody like, and I think y'all are buddies with him, uh, Justin Nunley. Me and him are buddies too. Yeah, we're buddies with Justin. And uh, that motherfucker could touch a turd and it's going to turn to gold. I don't get yeah. it. I love him to death, but at the same time, it's just like, okay, he's might be doing his own thing. And I'm, I'm very proud of the dude. Uh, but like, he's one of the ones that taught me how to do some of the shit and was like, why aren't you doing this? And it's like, yeah, okay. he's gave us some pointers too, it's, especially when he came out to film for our show. Like he, he really put some input in and oh, it yeah, was very yeah. helpful. It was when are y'all putting that out by the way? It's in post-production right now. So we're just, we're waiting on the editor to get it all done. I've seen a rough draft of the first episode and it's pretty fucking good. It looks cool from what you sent me before. Oh yeah. Yeah. I did send you that. Yeah. yeah. What, uh, if people want to be on the lookout for that, is there a way to like already subscribe to something or, or anything like well, that? The show has a, a page on every platform. It's ELE miniseries. Uh, I think on TikTok it's actually ELE official, but everything else is ELE, the miniseries. Uh, so y'all can just go get that a follow and stay get, tuned. Yeah. Stay updated on when it's going to come out and where you can watch it and all that good shit. It looks cool, dude. Uh, and I'm such a cynical cunt that I don't like anything, but like, <laughs> I'm excited to see like what it's going to be from just a little preview I've seen of it. I think it's going to be good. Me too. And 
Lord no, willing. The entire cast is fucking TikTokers. So, <laughs> well, you at least get a bunch of streams. I mean, even, like it's a. Uh, I try to tell folks all the time. The only thing that is hard as fuck to get people to go listen to is a podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it's hard. Um, you got the for you pages that'll just give you random views and all that kind of stuff. To be good at this, you got to, you know, you two would kill at this. One hundred percent would kill at this. But you have to be able to put out content that people want to hear, and it can't just be what they've seen from social media. You got to be good at conversation. You got to make somebody go click on it, and like, yeah. it's the same thing with that video. But or for, with the mini series y'all going to do, but y'all having all the folks from social media on there, yeah, you ought to fucking kill with that, dude. Yeah, man, we wanted to give everybody a shot. Like, not everybody's going to get that shot to. Yeah really showcase their talents and i was like well fuck it we're not gonna hire any actors we're just go get people <laughs> that we fuck with from social media and give them a chance yeah it'd been cool if y'all fuck with me but i get it uh oh man you can come be in season two man <laughs> fuck it. i mean i would don't get me wrong i'm just some people get so fu- i have such a fucked up sense of humor and like there's oh man something- we hang out with toby Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> our, our, let me tell you what this son of a bitch did, too, because me, me and him ain't talked a lot. But after we did the show together, we liked each other. And he sent me, he's like, man, I want to send you a package. And I'm like, I, I don't get a lot of packages because I don't really put it out there that I want anything or whatever. Uh, he sent me a shirt. Are y'all the ones that came up with the emotional support Negro shirt? We aren't. That's Lajah, but he did wear it to the store with Eddie and like, Everybody was like wanting to give Toby shit for it, but with Eddie's big giant ass there, they just they weren't gonna say nothing. Were they? No, they weren't gonna say anything. And then Toby, whenever you hit his um, podcast, I, I'm, I'm still lacking my shirt. Thank you. Um, mm. That's all I just wanted well, to put that you bug can, in. He got one. That's what I'm saying. That's why I wanted to go ahead and put it out there. Yeah, you can have mine because I can't wear the motherfucker anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't uh, think yours is gonna fit Eddie. Uh, probably not. Uh, <laughs> I put it on one fucking time, one time, and my daughter, who's a fucking asshole, like you'd have to. Under- she is twelve years old of me, but fucking viciously mean. Mm. And she starts following me around the house while I have it on, but like peeking around corners and all this kind of shit. And she would be playing rap songs turned down. That was like clearly blurted out the n-word so many times in the song and was getting <laughs> videos of me wearing it and that shirt <laughs> and that and it was like she finally told me you know she's like fuck with me see if i won't post this <laughs> shit on social media and make you look like fucking the grand wizard like, <laughs> like it's not it, i was like i'm never wearing this bitch again I, I and then this is even better though there's this old girl i was seeing I don't know, fucking over the summer or something like that. And she was, she was not my type. And by not my type, I mean, she was a uppity bitch. And mm. I, I come from pores. <laughs> I'm a, I am 100% poor white trash that got lucky in life. And I'm still, I still act like I'm poor because I am most of the time, but uh, <laughs> she's not like she's silver spoon or mouth type shit. And it's one of those overeducated Karens but she had big tits. It was extremely hot. So yeah, <laughs> sometimes you got to let shit slide, you know? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, sometimes you can put up with a lot of shit for a nice pair of tits. Yeah. She found that shirt when she was redoing like my dressers one day and the <laughs> bitch left me. 
All right. <laughs> she, did she like sprawl it out on the bed and like she, leave it there? She left it on the bed. I mean, she wasn't living with me or nothing, but pretty much I ain't got hit again because of that shirt. She was just like, you're trash, dude. Like this is, <laughs> this is unfucking called for. No Caucasian person should have a shirt that says emotional support Negro on it. And I was like, but it's funny. It's yeah, fucking it is. great. Yeah. yeah, it is. But God. you know the way the world is today, man. You just you know you gotta be careful what you say and what you wear. That that's why we need more who folks. you're saying it to. Absolutely, that's why we need more folks like y'all, though, man. Like it's not just comedy; it's the real fucking world. Yeah. When you say you still wired how we was wired the way we came up, because I was born in '86. Yeah. So, you know things that we used to say, man, boy, I'm telling you, I, it, it doesn't make any sense now why we can't still shoot the shit the way we shoot the shit. But do do y'all not feel like it's kind of sort of coming back? It's starting to lean that way a little bit now. I think it's because of comedy that it is. I think yeah. that I think when you have podcasts like Joe Rogan and Theo Vaughn and all these other guys or whatever that are just we're so sensitized by the rest of the world now and being scared to offend them that mm-hmm. we're we're forgetting that oh we can say what we want to. We don't mean it in a fucking bad way. And like, exactly. not, not even like, this isn't even that big of a thing, but when Morgan Wallen damn near got what they thought he was going to get canceled for We're whatever, it, it made his fucking career 10 times bigger. Yep. And it's just Especially like, when he had the support of the colors. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. Why I'm not all of the colors. Uh, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I'm not touching that one. Um, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I could have uh, said the help. Oh, <laughs> uh, you want to hear something fucked up about that? Okay. Yeah. I, I happen to like black women, beautiful black women. I had big fucking fan of them. Me uh, too. I get drunk and I think I'm funnier than I am. And, <laughs> and most black women love me. They, they love my country ass. Like they just like being around. Cause I, I just have fun with them. Like I don't, I don't see any woman. If you're attractive, different, it doesn't matter creed, color, background, whatever. If I'm attracted to you, I'm attracted to you, and I'm gonna treat you the same way. I have a problem when I get drunk of trying to, because I'm not smooth. I'm the unsmoothest motherfucker <laughs> on the planet. Now but hold I, on, you pulled, you pulled the big titty rich girl. Now you had to have I, some game. I also lost that bitch too. Yeah, but that's, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> but, but I can giggle you damn panties off. I'll make you laugh or whatever. So there was this extremely hot lady at the bar. And my fuck up was I just watched the movie The Help a couple days before. So it was in my head. So my line to her after I asked her if I could buy her a drink was, you is kind, you is important, you is special. <laughs> And, and she told me to go fuck myself in the nicest way possible. <laughs> and I was like, maybe this is funny. And, and she, it was not funny to her whatsoever. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. That's now, bad. we got a story about the help, too. So when we went and filmed the, the majority of season one of the, the show, we had Lajah come out and we was like, Hey man, we'll throw you a couple bucks. If you want to, you know, help us keep the house clean, help us <laughs> keep all the meals prepared and all that shit. 
Like we weren't thinking, you know, just we're gonna hire a black houseboy. But let me tell you, (laughs) (laughs) y'all are my fucking people. And then people started like, it's nothing but white people asking him to do shit. He he kind of started kind of feeling some type of way. And then Toby didn't help it. <laughs> oh hell no! This is the last meal you gonna fix it here. You ain't gonna fix no more meals in this house today. No. Nope. And then I won't say who it was, but somebody did call him the help. Yes, yeah. yeah. Can someone go get the help and have him make sandwiches? And I was like, oh, this is gonna go over very well. <laughs> oh shit, that's fucking wonderful. Well, I wish it was recorded. I swear, I wish it was too. recorded. When we you told look- him about that, his face was amazing. Yeah, you couldn't air that shit nowhere if it was recorded. No, we couldn't put it no fucking way. Oh, we would have made a dummy account or something. <laughs> you would have had to. There ain't no fucking way. You'd have gotten in trouble so goddamn fast. Uh, <laughs> I do that shit all the time, though, and not thinking about it. And also, not like I mean it in a bad way. I just literally say the stupidest shit, especially like, I, I imagine you guys are like this to each other. If I know something bugs you, I'm going to fucking keep scratching mm-hmm. that scab off. Oh yeah, as much as I fucking can until you're like, "Look here, motherfucker, you <laughs> you, you gonna have to stop right now, <laughs> or we gonna fight." So, yeah, but that's what you you're gotta, supposed to do to your boys or the people you care about. Like you're supposed to fucking get under their. Skin. We had that conversation right before we got on. Right before we got on. What what was I y'all? I was, I was gonna jump all over his ass. Yeah, he's like, "Well, come on over here." I said, "Well, you better go ahead and call your wife. Go ahead and call Simone right now, so she can figure out what's wrong with your face when you come home. <laughs> Why you looking different?" Man, that- she always tells me, "Make sure you don't let nothing happen to Bobby, or I'm gonna kick your ass." <laughs> Man, that right there, though, like if you don't fucking fight with your best friend or the people you love about, sometimes you being fake as fuck to them. To me, anyway, oh, like yeah. you, like I don't like fair weather people, and I don't like people to just tell me what I want to hear. I don't think that's any way to have a career or a friendship or relationship. Like mm-hmm. some, sometimes you're going to fuck up to, to be a grown person. You have to be able to accept, Hey, I fucked up. I might've said something stupid. I might've done something stupid. This person has an issue with it. Let's fucking let's correct it. Let's, let's see what's if we've gone too far here. Like, and there's a lot of people that can't take that criticism. But being able to be friends uh-huh. as close as you are, man, you have to. You got to be able to put your boy back in check sometimes. Now, I don't think we've ever like really, really got into it. I don't know, never. I don't think we never have. No, I don't. Think... We understand each other too too well to, yeah. to, I guess, be that at that level. Yeah. But if he's fucking up, I'm gonna say, hey, man, you're fucking up. Yeah. And same with me. Yeah. If I'm fucking up, he's gonna be, like, bro, you're fucking up. And then everybody that meets us thinks I'm always fucking angry. Like this morning. <laughs> we get to work and we're just standing outside looking at the job. Everybody's talking about the job, what we're going to do today and shit. And one of the bosses walks up and he's like, Hey, you okay? You happy today? And I was like, yeah, I'm always fucking happy. This is just how I look. I'm sorry. I just we, always look fucking angry. We have that fucking, both of us do just that older, angry, white look. I don't know yeah. how to describe it. Nobody, <laughs> I used to think my grandpa was the, most irritable, mad motherfucker all the time, and he wasn't. And like now, yeah, when you start growing up, he's like, yeah. I get it. I was like, God damn it, because I'm that person. Like, I, yeah. all the time, somebody's like, Man, what's wrong with you? And I was like, Life. 
right. Yep. I, I don't know. I'm not fucking mad at nobody right now. I just don't like nothing. <laughs> now, there may be a moment coming soon that we might have to tell you to cut the part because our co-workers are coming home. I told them that we were in podcast, yeah. and they told us to let them know so that it could be quiet when they came in. But I don't care if they're loud as fuck. We'll see how oh, it happens. Okay. Well. Hey, we'll see morning, happens. Okay, they we'll... might come in here talking crazy. Like we just score some, you know. I don't know. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Right, tr- trust me, we've had people score a lot of things on this show. This is uh, <laughs> oh yeah, we listened to Rebel and uh, what's yeah. his name episode? Uh, yeah, Jesus Christ! Oh, that dude's a <laughs> fucking animal. Ta- the, whatever. Oh Tark my god, fuck or whatever. Yeah, dude, he came to fuck. <laughs> he came to Nashville with us. Uh, he met us up there to record an episode in person. I tell you what, you need to go do if you want to hear a fucking dude. I don't even know what word to use for him because he's a nice guy. He's hella nice. He is just a walking fucking ball of methamphetamine energy. <laughs> like, I don't think he's on. I don't think he's on any drugs. I, I really don't. But that dude is fucking insanely wild. It just took his toll. Oh my god, he's fucking. But he'll tell you that. And it's just like, motherfucker. Like, if people didn't think we did drugs on this show before, now they do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we we are not a fan of just say no. I'll put it that way. Uh, It makes Dare is not number one. Hey, Hey, Dare was full of shit anyway. They had me thinking everybody was going to be offering me crack. Like, every other person I met on the street was just going, hey, you want some crack? You want to smoke some weed? No one has ever offered me anything in 41 years. Yeah, I've got shitty friends, so they've offered <laughs> stuff up, but I've never had somebody be like, "Hey, you wanna uh, you wanna go hit a you pop with me?" Uh, yeah, you could ask Rebel. We're we're great friends. When yeah. we were filming, this motherfucker came up and was like, "Hey, where's the community cigarettes at? Where's the community?" <laughs> We was like, we ain't got nothing to be talking about. <laughs> no, it's like we have some cigarettes. Greg has some weed. <laughs> Everybody knows, yeah. like I'm the mushroom guy now. Like so, everywhere... we got a couple mushroom buddies. Oh God, it's yeah. the fucking best. Uh, <laughs> it, I look, I, I my head is so fucked up from mental health issues that in the past year I just started doing. Uh, eating mushrooms. <laughs> it is the best fucking thing on the planet for your mental health. All right, that's uh, what they tell us. Oh that's my what they say. God. Oh, I'm just gonna live vicariously through you. Did Rebel tell you his mushroom story? I don't know if he did or not. That motherfucker did mushrooms while we were filming, and his yeah. big six foot six, four hundred pound ass was pretended to be an airplane out in the front yard for about Jeez. three hours. Yeah, he did too many. I'm microdose. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Uh, uh-uh. my head's so fucked up. I ain't trying to be in there. Uh, <laughs> I, no, I microdose for the healthy reasons of it. Like for the mental aspect of it. no, not. Uh, the well, only thing that I've done that has been wild, and I literally did it Saturday. Uh, <laughs> I did LSD. Um, but 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 I microdosed it too because it's supposed to be good for you. Like if you take it in healthy doses. And I tried her first time. Look, I know why every goddamn hippie back in the seventies now was doing so much of it. But I microdosed and was the happiest person alive. If I had <laughs> done any more than a microdose, I no, no, I would have been an airplane in the front yard too. Oh yeah, we uh, had yeah, a jumbo jet that. flying around out there. Yeah, he's That's six, the biggest fucking air. How big is he? 
six six, fucking almost four hundred pounds, if God not four hundred. Damn, I didn't realize he was that big. He's a big old boy. Oh yeah, he made me look small. Eddie, how big are you? I'm six two, three twenty. Shit, boy, I'm telling you, I'm fucked around all of y'all. Every one of y'all make me look short as shit. I'm five ten on a good day, and every time I'm I five ten. Are you? I'm normal height. Yeah, we say we normal normal. height. We normies. <laughs> That's normal. <laughs> it is. It is. That's hey, look, I promise you. Uh if if you're anything like me, said. Bobby, yeah. I normalize short everything around here. <laughs> so it's like, baby, it's not my fault. I'm just, you know, I'm just trying to fit in. Like I ain't trying to stand the fuck out with anything. Like I just Well, you know, to- Toby's a tiny motherfucker. You know that, right? Uh-uh. Yeah, Toby's like five, six. Hmm. I don't want to put the number on it, but it's down there. It's, he might be like, yeah. And then we we got one buddy that's five, five? Or Jeremy. five, four. I yeah, think he Jeremy's might be- short, too. You got to talk to Jeremy. I'm going to hook you up with Jeremy Who's Littell. Jeremy? Jeremy Littell on TikTok. He does okay. all the little Johnny jokes and shit. Oh, okay. Yeah, fuck yeah. The guy, oh. he owns kick-ass beef jerky. Okay, cool. Yeah, I would love to fucking get hooked up with that dude. He's funny as shit, man. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, speaking of, are y'all wrestling fans? Yes. Okay. Well, I, I liked wrestling back in the day. I, I stopped after same, the Attitude same. Era. Yeah, yeah, Attitude Era, I quit myself. Uh, me and my daughter just got back from watching the Iron Claw. Have you seen where, Is like, it good? Oh, it's fucking amazing. Uh, it's it's so good. But when you were just talking about short people, uh, they I didn't realize how short uh, fucking the main guys are in there. But like me and mm-hmm. you would tower over them and they're playing the Von Erics, who is like six foot tall. And it's like, what the fuck? I didn't realize how short these dudes were. Um, but I, I guess it's just on film or whatever. But uh yeah, I wouldn't have never thought Toby was short. Yeah. Yeah. It shocked me too the first time I saw him. That I was would like, exp- oh my God. That would explain all the beating the wife jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's right? she's taller than him. Yeah, she's bigger oh, than him. He's just defending himself. Uh, (laughs) Angel really jumped on his ass I don't think it would be good for him That dude Tickled me I liked him so fucking much Like uh, we do these group shows Every once in a while in Nashville And Mm -hmm. we need to set it up To where like in the next couple months We do an in person Full video group show with you two Toby uh, The other fellow he's just talking about Get some drinks in us some you know, maybe some other narcotics and see how it goes. Like, well, it, it'd be hey, I'll great. try to get the, the whole ELE cast out there with us. Oh, we can do it, dude. Yeah, we'll get Rebel and everybody out there. Because Rebel's in it, Justin's in it, everybody's in it. Yeah, I don't know about Justin. Justin coming here to steal the show. If you ever listen to this, Nunley, kiss my ass. Uh, not as far. I, I, no, I, I love the dude. I love, uh, he's just, I just, I, I'm not envious of him at all, but he does shit that it's like, God damn it. How many followers do I got to get to do this shit? Uh, <laughs> uh, and like, I think he's fucking hilarious. Me and him have played golf and been around each other. He's been to one of our Nashville shows and been part of it at Live Oak and everything, him and his family. He, he's fucking great, but he's just one of those. He never stops talking shit. So I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just but don't feel everything like- he says is fucking hilarious. Fuck yeah, is he is. really good at golf? Because he, he talks a lot of shit on the golf course. I hate to fucking say it, but he's pretty good at golf. Damn, that figures. Yeah. He, I just uh, sent you a picture of Jeremy standing in between me and Eddie. Now, remember, I'm normal sized. I'm 5'10". Look how little this motherfucker is. Jesus. 
God damn. If you shaved your be- beard, y'all could definitely be Robin Big, by the way. <laughs> we, we've got that shit forever. I yeah. bet you could. I mean, yeah, I would definitely do some skits. Well, I guess he's dead. It's not funny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we've tried to fucking get Rob just in MTV to see our shit. So we'd be like, hey, man, let us be Robin Big the next chapter or yeah. something. Oh, uh, y'all so. definitely, y'all, if y'all keep up with the shit y'all are doing, Y'all definitely gonna get picked up by somebody. It's too good. That's and what it, we're hoping. Lord willing, and it, man. Lord and willing. I, and I know I keep saying this, but it's it's really what we need right now. It is the, needed. Yeah, like it's all the division that we have. You need shit that's bringing folks together. Yep. And it's I don't, very important. Yeah, I don't understand. Like, I and and I don't think it. I don't think y'all. I don't think that it's a gimmick with you two to where like you can't do anything else. Like, I think you could have fun and make anything funny. Like, it doesn't just have to be a black or white joke. Like, I think you could literally fucking do anything. You could do skits that had, and I know you already do some of the stuff on TikTok and everything, and your other social medias. But, like, if you think about Chappelle back in the day, mm. Chappelle's shit wasn't every single one of them a stereotype. Now, the best ones were. And yeah. fucking... That fucking Clayton Bigsy, the first white black supremacist, is one of the funniest goddamn things I've ever seen <laughs> in my it's life. It's probably the best skit of all time. Oh, dude, it's so fucking good. Uh, the only no, one that about the niggas. Oh, uh, the the uh, <laughs> you're, the niggas. You talking about the white family? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, the yeah. niggas. Yeah, boy. <laughs> well. <laughs> Well, you can say that. I'm not jumping that fucking ship yet. <laughs> I mean, no. I thought we was all just being free here. It's America. God damn. <laughs> well, it's well, it's not quite that free for me. That's where I can say the that. print skit was really good too. This oh fuck yeah, god damn. Well, he's uh blouses versus skit, whatever the yep. fuck it is. God, it's so good. Uh, and I then Rick you- James, like that whole show was just fucking iconic. It was perfect. Yeah. It was. It was good as fuck. I tell you what one y'all ought to recreate, and I don't know how you could do it, but it would be so fucking good for you two. Have y'all ever seen the Richard Pryor and Chevy Chase skit from Saturday Night Live? Mm-mm. Uh, okay. Because <laughs> it's gold. It yeah, it's gold. It's only like probably three minutes long. Uh, Richard Pryor comes in to, um, to apply for a job, and Chevy Chase is the one that's hiring. And Chevy starts asking Richard all these questions or whatever. And it's where they start doing like some word association. Mm-hmm. So like Chevy would ask him a, it didn't start off racist, but it went there, but it's funny. <laughs> che- Chevy would be like, uh, when I say spear chucker, what do you think? Richard, <laughs> Richard Pryor would be like dead ass cracker. Like I'm telling you, <laughs> it is fucking Hell, like it's one of the best things of all those back in the day with Saturday Night Live when Eddie Murphy was on there, when Pryor would show up back in the 70s yep, and 80s. Yep. That shit's gold, too. Right, yeah, that's, man. Yeah, that shit's gold. Man, a lot of people say that we ought to do stand up because of the, the type of comedy that we do. But, you know, it's two of us. Like, we just don't see how well it'll work out. Now, if someone's out there that's listening to this podcast and you have just the right, designation for two uh comedic guys <laughs> that you can guide us in the right direction to help us out now <laughs> I see, I, I'm, go, ahead. go ahead oh i was just gonna say i've only seen one 
stand-up duo and it's those twins that do it yeah but they're real monotone and shit like i don't know how we could do a stand-up routine i i respect stand-up so much and I, so I don't mean any disrespect when I say this to y'all. I think y'all could kill in a lot of aspects of comedy. I don't think stand up would work for what y'all do. Um, That's what I've said. Yeah, we've I, said the same. Yeah, thing. I don't. I don't think it. I think y'all <clears throat> doing skits and stuff like that. I think y'all fucking would kill at that. But stand up is so hard. Um, it is, and I the, have no idea how to do it. Yeah, it's the next. Well, you got to be a storyteller. Like, and th yeah. that's the thing. Like, it's not all about. If you go listen to any of the greats uh, or anybody even now, like Tom Segura is a fucking beast when it comes to it now. Shane Gillis. Shane Gillis is the uh, fucking man, uh, bro. Damn, he's fucking great. They're he telling, is hilarious. They're not, they're telling a story. Like, and that's all it is. It's they're telling a story and you laugh at points of it. Mm -hmm. And that's what makes like somebody who does stand up really good. They also make you think like you go listen to fucking Chappelle. Chappelle's going to hit you with some fucking real life knowledge and shit and real life circumstances and everything like that. That's really, really good fucking stand up. Yeah, uh, yeah. I went to a stand up show. Um, there's a buddy of mine. I don't know if y'all have ever seen him on social media. His name's Alex Morrison. Um, the name he, sounds familiar. He, he's a cool dude. He, he, I know he's real big, like on uh, Facebook and, and YouTube and shit and Instagram. I think his TikTok keeps getting deleted. But uh he's he's the guy that says, uh, and I know y'all have heard the stupid ass sound, but it's like, what's that? Uh um a Lamborghini. It's a I can't yeah, 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 you know yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's cool he's as fuck. Bitches in the back or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. He's fucking wild, dude. <clears throat> but uh so I went to one of his comedy shows that was close to me. He invited us up there to hang out with him and all this kind of shit. And um he was the only one out of six people that went that night that were good. And I'm not knocking the rest of the people, but I realized that I had only been to professional like stand-up shows until that point. And even the worst people that you went and saw at a professional one, you're like, okay, they're, you know, I still chuckled, you know, they still, yeah. they still made me laugh. They wasn't horrible. Five out of the six people that performed with this guy, I was like, I could get my fat ass up there right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I could tell some stupid goddamn this a story, and it would be better. These people would be like, it was almost like they would finish one joke, and they and would go move straight on, into the next one, go into the next one. But it wouldn't have like a segue in the middle to connect them. Yeah, you know? and that's when I realized, okay, every time I've ever watched stand up, it's a transition from one joke to the other. Yeah, um, and like I think and they kind of tie together yeah. sometimes, and then it can circle back around to the beginning of the joke. Well, you think about your favorite comedy specials of all time. Think about how, like, probably in the first 30 minutes or 20 minutes, they end up saying what is the last line yep. of, of the thing. Like, so yep. you're, it's storytelling. Like, you are you got to wrap it up. And, like, I don't think a lot of people get that. I think they're like, I'm just going to get there and say knock-knock joke after knock-knock joke. And it's like, no, <laughs> you fuck. Like, that's, not, that's not the fucking way this works at all. I think, and then, we, uh, I think we'll kill it if we and, never did that. What? Not not joking. We just go up and do not not joking. <laughs> not not. Who's there? Edgar. Uh uh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no shit. I'd be uncomfortable, but I'd laugh. <laughs> Edgar, who? <laughs> <laughs> no. yeah, but God damn, that would be funny. Oh, um, <laughs> if I was y'all, I shit you not. If I ever was to do stand up, it would 
if I were y'all to, I would try to make the audience feel as uncomfortable as possible until until <laughs> it be hard until yeah, people uh, are fucking erupted until just the laughter fucking erupted because people, I don't I don't care where you go because especially like now I guess it's a trend to where if you're in an audience at a stand up show you want to start fucking hollering and saying yeah. stupid shit or whatever i would love to see some motherfuckers holler at y'all because they were uncomfortable <laughs> some but, hecklers oh man god <laughs> damn it would be good just y'all the show would end roast. probably pretty abruptly though hell yeah <laughs> i don't <laughs> know you're canceled. <laughs> <laughs> they start hollering shit we just put the mics down get out the fucking audience man what the fuck you want to do i don't i don't think and I, I kind of got into an argument with somebody about this the other day. I don't think you can get canceled anymore doing what we do. I don't. I don't, th I don't think I you think can. think that canceling shit's dead. Unless yeah. you really, really do some foul, foul shit. Yeah. That canceling shit's dead now. I think people are starting to realize, like, just because it ain't my cup of tea, I need to shut the fuck up about it. Because yeah. eventually I'm going to say something or do something. And I'm talking about people that work in social media like all of us do. Like, Everybody is going to fucking fall from at one point in time to where it's like, oh, I made a joke that you didn't think was fucking funny. Like, and it could be borderline, whatever, whether it's racist, sexist, whatever. Like, you're going to catch shit from it. It's, it's going to fucking happen. But the more you do it and the more people say, like, there's no malice in this, it all, they stop. They start shutting the fuck up. Yeah. Like, I, and last one, I really think you just got to push that. I mean, that's the way comedy's always been is people have pushed the envelope. But and see, it, we, we all that with doing stand up, writing jokes is not what we we don't do that. We yeah. just fucking we're more Saturday Night Live. We just fucking roll with the punches and ad lib and go off the cuff. Yeah, if we say some funny shit, we're like, oh, that's a fucking video. Get the phone out. Like last night. <laughs> <laughs> just like last yeah, night just we thought that night. shit was great boy. it's doing absolutely dog shit right now on the fucking <laughs> interwebs hey, I, i'm gonna tell you the shit that i think is the best shit that i've ever put out there fucking does nothing does nothing does and then the shit nothing. that you're like oh this might you know it'd be all right this is just filler the yeah. shit blows up yeah but i, I really think that's just because people Somebody told me a long time ago, the people that love you and the people that are going to buy your merch, the people that are going to buy tickets to your shows, people that are going to support you and all this kind of stuff, they want you to be 100% you. That's what they fell in love with. They want yep. you to be you. When you start doing that other shit, like, yeah, it, it, it might not blow up as much, but I, I'll guarantee you get more like good, positive traction mm -hmm. as far as with yep. your fan base. You know, it might not get but a couple thousand, hundred thousand views, or whatever. Y'all's numbers is stupid. So like they're not they're right what? <laughs> not right now. It looks like we just started TikTok right now. Uh, <laughs> it's probably you're just suppressed. Like I, I, I there's so many people that try to sit here and tell me how to do this, this, and this. And if you don't do this, this, and this, like your account gets suppressed or whatever. Mm -hmm. And like they're I don't know who to listen to. I think it's luck of the draw more than anything. Like, I think it's just on again, off again. And plus yeah. the last six months, you know, we ain't, we've been working in different States. Yeah. So we ain't been together. So we weren't able to make content. Shit. We was just reposting a lot of our old shit. Yeah. Every now and then stuff would blow, but most of the time it was just, you know, just 
trying to keep the page going. Flowing. Just keep a flow yeah. to the page. But now that we're back together, content's going to start coming out again. So it should yeah. we should be on the uptick again soon, I'm hoping. Yeah. Well, but if not, it is what it is. We still have, enjoy doing it. We have yeah. fun. Yeah, if I was y'all, do y'all do like a – besides for the thing y'all have coming out, do y'all do like a like a web series or anything with YouTube? No. We, we've never touched YouTube other than just going and making an account so no one takes yeah. our name. <laughs> I don't do shit. Really. Like I just, we just bought new cameras and shit for the studio here recently. So we're just now starting to put like our episodes up uh, <laughs> on YouTube, which is so fucking stupid to me. We So we, is this, is this going to be on YouTube? Probably. I'll probably clip this out. I, the stuff that we put on YouTube is usually, um, usually in person. Uh, I'm liable to put the motherfucker uh, on YouTube. I don't. I, it don't matter. Well, I was I just saying because I've been smoking. He's been drinking. You know they they're funny got, about this shit too. Oh, I don't give a fuck. They no, I know you don't. But oh, I'm yeah, saying yeah. their guidelines do. Oh yeah, fuck their guidelines. Um, <laughs> well, I I'm so, and I think it's gonna have to. I think it's gonna come sooner than later. I think all the community guidelines for everything, as long as it's not violence or sex, I think everything's fixing to get dropped anyway. I think there's too many people that are fucking bitching about it left and right. Like now, like with TikTok, TikTok's never going to change because it's a Chinese app. No, like, there's no fucking help in that. But any other thing that is made here, yeah, like it, they're going to take all that shit away. That there's people getting in trouble about too much of violation of rights and all this other shit now. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, they're going yeah. to change all that shit. It's fucking. In- like I said before, unless you're really saying some fucked up shit or doing some fucked up shit, it just needs to be just fucking ignored. Yeah. It's not your shit. You don't like it. That's fine. Move the fuck on. Yeah. I've never understood why people just want to take time out of their day to engage with something they don't like. Well, you know, that's white people. We always got to tell everyone what they're offended by. So always, you know, it's fucked up. It is oh, the sorry. whites. It is the whites. It's yeah, the lots. It's the lots. It it's is the goddamn lots. lots every time. <laughs> I don't. I don't know why we think we've had it so bad that we got to put our fucking two cents in. Like we got to come in and have the savior complex. Mm-hmm. That, oh, I see this person getting mistreated. Ah, da da, Captain White to save the day. Captain White. <laughs> yeah. It's just like this person's being oppressed. Let me use my white privilege to show you why. And it's like, shut the fuck up, Karen. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. You think people are still naming their kids Karen now? I hope they are. I hope I hope they are. So my kid has got somebody to bully. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I feel like Karen's dying. Karen's are dying out. I wish they I wish all Karen's would die out, to be real with you. I, <laughs> I'm so fucking tired. Well, and like y'all would be the same way. Is me and is it me like being cocky or arrogant or nothing? I know that I'm funny and I know that the shit that I can put out there would be fucking hilarious for social media, but I can't do what I want to do unless I'm on this podcast. Then I can do whatever the fuck I want to. You too, if you were given free reign to do (laughs) what you want, you'd be two of the biggest motherfuckers on social media. You ain't lying. Yeah. You ain't lying. Cause y'all, y'all've got something that like, like whether it's a white person, black person, whatever, you guys reach out to two different cultures. You try would to bring fucking them kill me. 
I don't think that my audience is 100% Caucasian by no means. As much as I talk about how I don't fucking like Caucasians, like, <laughs> I imagine a lot of them turn it the fuck off when they hear that. But, some of them, I guarantee you some of yeah, them do. They might. But, but He's talking them. about the whites. We got to get the fuck off of here. He's talking about the whites. Especially since the whites that like me are the poor whites. All right. <laughs> And I hate the poor whites. I hate them the most. They've made it so bad for the rest of us. I'm a middle class white. And like I, I don't like the poors. Like, I, I don't what, like the poors. I hate the new poor whites. <laughs> yeah. Like, but these motherfuckers act like not having a couple dollars for a little while is the worst thing in the fucking world. Yeah. Like, I've been broke all my life. I'm used to this shit. Y'all yeah. just don't know how to survive. Yeah, I'm one of those motherfuckers that when he gets money. I I don't know how to act. Like I grew up fucking eating mayonnaise sandwiches. If we wanted mm -hmm. if we wanted Ninja Turtles when we were kids, we had to paint cockroaches green. Like <laughs> we we were not a wealthy family at all. Like we had we had what we needed. Like we didn't go without, but also I didn't have extra shit. I didn't get to shop at the fucking gap. Like, yeah. And all these now, regardless who it is, I don't think people realize how hard it was, even all of us born in the 80s. I don't think people realize how hard it was even back then compared to now. And like now when I hear these kids bitching, it's like, I wish you shut the fuck up and take your hoverboard <laughs> and shove it right up your ass. <laughs> I just want to know when peanuts got so dangerous. Peanuts? Yeah. What like now everybody's allergic, allergic to, to fucking peanuts. peanuts. I can't I'm even take peanut butter in my kid's school. Uh, what? I I live in a free environment. I live in South Damn, Georgia. For real? Yeah. Wow. I live in South Georgia, so we don't have nothing but goddamn peanuts down here. That kid just going to fucking move. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that and gluten. I don't know what the fuck gluten is. I ain't never gonna figure it out. I don't either. <laughs> I think it's a made up shit. It is. You know who came up? You know who came up with it though? White people. The white people. <laughs> <laughs> the whites, the goddamn honkies. That's who. That's who came up with it. Some rich white bitch was like, "You know what? I don't want to eat wheat no more. So I'm gonna tell everybody that gluten's bad." And then, like, what, <laughs> what pisses me off? Then you'll get somebody else that's like, only in the past five years they've become allergic to gluten. They're like, "Oh, this yep. has solved all of my yep. problems." No, bitch, you used, you used to eat McDonald's every other day and shit your pants. All right, <laughs> you changed your diet. It's don't blame it on gluten. Yep. Yeah, we know some people like that. Oh well, I, I hate... just when uh, we was working in Mississippi, we used to confuse the shit out of all the white people down there. Because me, me looking the way I look, yeah, and then Eddie being black, and then when our families came down. My wife's black. His wife's white. It's a bunch of mixed babies running around. They don't know what the fuck's going on. They don't know who's with who. They would just, we used to get the wildest fucking looks. I'm talking about it used to be wild. Well, I think Mississippi still lives in the 1950s anyway. Like, I don't, yeah. there's something, there's like a wall around that state that says, you know, we, we don't want change. Like they didn't except buy it. For, except for Jackson, Mississippi. Yeah, that's the blackest town I've ever seen. Have you like that? There's something about that though with Jackson. Uh, there was a lot of things back in the day. Uh, fuck, what is it? There's a movie about it. Um, 
Matthew McConaughey's in it. It just oh, came out. A oh, couple yeah. What the fuck is the name of that yeah. movie? It just yep. came out a couple years ago. Yeah, me it, and the wife just watched that the other night. It talks about how a lot of African Americans during the Civil War, right after the Civil War or some shit, all yep. moved to that area in Jackson, Mississippi, and it was like a, a safe haven or some shit. Mm -hmm. I believe it because the only white people in Jackson, Mississippi all worked with us. Ugh. We, it, it was three weeks before we saw somebody that wasn't black. We yep. saw a Mexican riding down the street. We was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you probably thought he stole something. Um, <laughs> I'm going to, I don't care. My man is company. <laughs> My management I don't company. Care if you don't care. I, I don't, don't give a damn either. I don't give a fuck. There's an episode, and I'm blacked out on this episode, and I'm fucked up bad. And me and everybody <laughs> that we were doing it, like we were all talking about our fairy, our favorite stereotypes with each uh, each culture or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I was like, "Look, I ain't trying to be ugly, but when I think about Mexicans, I know they're hard workers." But all I ever think about is fucking tacos and pine straw. Like there's <laughs> there's nothing in the fucking middle with it. And I love their women. Like I love a good Mexican woman. All right. But I don't ever I can't ever think of anything else about them. Yeah, but I'm, like, trying, I'm, like, I'm hey, drawing hey, a blank too. Yeah. It's fucking it's hard. Every oh, other Mod oh Modellos. Modellos. Uh Modellos. I hate Modellos. <laughs> <laughs> That's how Even bad. the Negras? That's how, obviously them. Uh, <laughs> that's that's how bad I hate Mexicans. I won't even drink their beer. Oh <laughs> uh, well, this was the last episode of the Josh Cherry podcast. <laughs> Luck, luckily, I don't promote that I speak Spanish, so don't nobody listen this bitch. <laughs> I don't think, even though we're like we got the thing back, I think yesterday that showed us how many countries we're listening to are listening mm -hmm. into i don't think i don't think uh anything that's you know spanish speaking was on there <laughs> so i'm not too worried about it if they're here they're here illegally and they're not fucking gonna, <laughs> they're not, they're not to gonna start no shit yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, they're definitely gonna keep quiet yeah, yeah. <laughs> leave me a negative comment see if i don't call it ice let them know <laughs> just let them know when they listen we're hiring yeah. <laughs> you don't have to speak no English. No. You, said, you said that we got shit. one cat on our crew. He don't speak a lick of English, not one word. He was trying to tell Eddie something today. We had to go get one of the other amigos. And I we can speak some good Spanish. And I'm speaking to this man in Spanish the first day I met him. And yeah. I asked him what his name was. And he looked at me like, hmm, what the hell did he say? <laughs> he he asked the other amigo what I said. And he said the same thing I said. He was like, oh, Melvin. Your name ain't no motherfucking Melvin. Your name is not Melvin, motherfucker. Miguel or something. See, we uh with my family doing drywall forever. Like, we're not one of those that was like, hey, send them back over the border. We were like, hey, <laughs> send hey, them to we us. Need them. <laughs> we need them. Yeah, like all of a sudden we started making more money when they started crossing the Rio Grande. Like, yeah. we got but, some shit that needs to be done. Yeah. He's like, God damn, we used to pay whites and blacks how much? Yeah. Like, <laughs> we just gave this guy two of our labor. Yeah. We just paid this guy $2 for a whole day's work. <laughs> and he's happy about it. We had this one, we had this one guy one time, and funny enough, his name was Eddie. Uh, <laughs> but he would always like, he was like the head Mexican. To yep. where like he would he spoke just enough English to know what we were saying to tell we all one of those to tell tell everybody else what to do. 
<laughs> and he he was cool, like he was nice, but he would fuck with me because I guess I was like fifteen, and he was probably like this fucking entitled little cunt, like <laughs> coming out here and he's having his bad a sandwiches, yeah. you motherfucker. Yeah, he, you you can just tell the dude hated me, but like when my dad was around, all of a sudden the motherfucker loved me. Uh, he didn't want to lose he didn't want to lose that work, yeah. but he used to tell me how to say shit wrong. And oh, like, shit. yeah, he would like, Hey, go to this job site and say this. It took one time, one time for me to figure out he was fucking with me. And it <laughs> wasn't, it wasn't it like anybody wanted to whoop my ass or anything like that. When we got to the, when I went to the job site, it was, they were all laughing at me hysterically. Like, <laughs> like I fucking was radio or something. Like they were just, <laughs> they were just radio, fuck. radio. <laughs> That, hey, that's my favorite. That's my favorite tar. <laughs> I ain't lying. My to wife you. calls me radio God all the time. Damn. I hate that shit. That, I love it. I, I, <laughs> Cuba Gooding Jr. did the best job of all time. <laughs> he did. He did. That, no, he did. He did that's good. the only time I've ever seen a movie like with somebody with a handicap, and I was like, you know what? It's not that bad. I could, I could deal with it. <laughs> like if I get some brain damage, I can just go be a sideline. You know, I could go, I could be a coach. Like, get you a little buggy. Yeah. This, all right, boy, you want to talk about something funny? There's a video and, not, and it didn't blow up on TikTok. And it's probably my, one of my favorite videos I ever done. It was, do you remember where he's in the buggy and he's sliding down the hill or whatever? Mm -hmm. Like in the movie, I did a video to where it's like when you're sliding in her DMs and you know you have no chance and it transitioned <laughs> from me radio. holding up my hands to radio going down <laughs> in the cart. And everybody was like, that's not funny. And I was like, fuck yes, it is. He would have thought it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that's like telling Helen Keller jokes. She ain't going to get mad about it. Yeah. Like, not unless you tell her and tell her why <laughs> she ought to be offended. Bitch would have never known me talking shit about her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, say like she fucking, she's over deaf and dumb. And you're like, oh my God, she'd be so offended. The bitch is offended she can't hear or talk. She does not care what I say. She has no idea what's going on. <laughs> exactly. See, I could if I could do this every day right here, because like a lot of the guests we have on, we have country artists, we have social media personalities, and a lot of them suck. Like they're all far, scared to be the themselves. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, but it's when people open up and like you can have a conversation. Like when we pitch our show to sponsors and everything. Don't use this one. I will. <laughs> I one hundred percent will. We're gonna we're gonna hit up Dosecki's Negro after this. <laughs> uh, we're gonna be sponsored by Color Crayons after this. That's about it. <laughs> but it says in our description, it's like imagine sitting at a bar and meeting a total stranger, and by the time you get done meeting, you're you're the best of friends. And like yeah. people don't get that. Like you just got to fucking you got to. You just got to be you. That's what has made y'all guys and anybody else that we've had on the show successful and unique because you're just being an extended version of yourself and putting it on social media. It's fucking great. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm telling you. Thank you. And, and we'll wrap it up on this, but I, if y'all knew, and I know I said this one time already, if y'all knew how picky I was about who I find funny or who I want to fuck with and do stuff with. Like I'm 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 a cunt. I'm cynical. I don't think anybody's fucking funny. Or I think, oh, uh, like there's a bunch of guys that have wanted to do the show and all they do is like 
the dancing trends or they do what's ever trending that day. And just because, mm -hmm. oh, I'm a good looking guy and I'm doing the fucking same thing that 12 year old girls are doing <laughs> and I'm getting millions of views. Like they think, oh, I'm a fucking star or I'm a celebrity or some bullshit like that. And eh, that's not the case. It's you, you have to be able to produce your own content and be original about it. And that's what makes mm -hmm. you guys so special. It's bringing folks together. It's good. I wouldn't say wholesome sometimes, but fuck oh, we wholesome. We used to get that a lot. We used to get that shit a lot, and I'd be like, what is wholesome about this? Yeah. I just well, told Eddie I found the Negras, and I had Modella Negras in my hand. Yeah. Well, it's sincere. Like, yeah. wholesome and sincere go hand in hand. It's, I don't, like... <laughs> You guys can say shit to one another, and even just me sitting here doing the podcast with you, and I see how y'all look at each other. You know that everything that you say or do is coming from the correct place. Like mm -hmm, you're yeah. not you're not putting on a fucking show because you're on a podcast. You're being you. That's why. I, I mean, well, we would a real, real recognize real now. I mean, shit. Oh yeah, we would a real motherfucker. Real, real shit happen. Well, I appreciate yeah. that. We can be as real as y'all motherfuckers want to be. Well, in that case, our work crew is set up very racistly. <laughs> like the two white guys are in charge. Our Migos do all the hand labor and then me and Eddie just go get pipe. Hey, <laughs> right. right. one thing about stereotypes, some of them work. Yeah. I, yeah. I we do have a head Mexican and that motherfucker is a badass motherfucking dude. Yeah, yeah he is. Thanks. Fernando are. don't play around. They do not play around. I'm scared of them. Like, I, don't even, <laughs> I don't even know how my ass is on here because I automatically think every one of them's got a cousin in the cartel. Like, I'll, <laughs> I'll, like I swear, I'll, I swear, I want to tell you about what this motherfucker told us. Now, when today. you do talk to Jeremy, ask him about the cartel. I will. I, I swear, I want to tell him, but I don't know if I want to tell him. Who? Tell me what Fernando did. What he did. What is doll? What is thing? Oh, no, tell him, man. Does he does he speak? If he don't speak good English, fuck him. He ain't gonna hear it no way. He speaks a little bit. He just go pick up some of this. Uh, he doesn't turn this shit off when I said pine straw a while ago. <laughs> Listen to me. He bought one of them. He bought one of them. Uh, the mini. It's probably about uh twenty inches tall little. Fuck doll things. Okay. It's got the little titties. The torso. It's got, got the titties, the pussy, and the ass. Yeah, the arms, legs, head, none of that. So it came in the other day, and he was like. I was like, you like your doll? He was like, eh, it's okay. Pussy kind of skinny. I don't, you know. <laughs> he come in this morning. He said. Chipper as fuck. He was like, yes, yes. Without a condom, it's fucking great. With the lubricant. We was like, what why was you using a condom on no, this fucking shit. doll? The whole, the whole thing's goddamn latex. You're not going to get it fucking. Well, you got to watch the Mexicans. They'll get any goddamn thing pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> he, he said, "This man using the condom with a fucking doll." I said, "Hey, he's extra safe. <laughs> he don't know where that doll's been. But no condom and lubricant. He probably over there fucking it right now. Oh, he in there going ham on the edge of the bed right now, <laughs> right now. It's a white doll. It's a white girl. <laughs> well, what, once again, it's a Mexican. What do you? Expect? Yeah. <laughs> it's probably it's probably plus size too." <laughs> uh, we thought that was the craziest shit we didn't ever heard like somebody fucking a fucking fuck doll with a condom on like he really took that shit serious and then shit. i found out today he don't even know my fucking name <laughs> <laughs> he was like relax it's, it's me it's eddie it's 
What's your name? <laughs> hey, <laughs> goddamn, it's Bob. He knows your name. He doesn't want. He knows your name. He's probably hate white people. He didn't want to tell you that he knew your name. <laughs> I do that shit all the time. Somebody will introduce themselves to me for the tenth time, and I know good and damn well who they are. But I'll be like, "Damn, man, I must have met you drunk." No, I met you. And I didn't like you. <laughs> it's the thing. Like I didn't fucking want to remember your name. <laughs> Speak. Speaking of, it is what it is. Speaking of Mexican jokes, do y'all know? I don't know if y'all ever saw the video because it. I'm pretty sure it got community guidelines violations. But my dick is named after a Mexican. <laughs> my, I shit you not. My dick's name is Pedro. You want to know why? Why? All right. It's four things. One, he's south of the border. <laughs> Two, he's a very hard worker. <laughs> Three, when he gets off, he likes to take siestas. And four, he's been known to fuck a fat bitch or two. <laughs> Damn, that's a good. Ooh, I like that. I uh, like that. Don't, don't either one of y'all go calling your dick like Estefan or some shit like that. Stealing it. That's me and Pedro's joke, goddammit. Hey, no, nah, that's good. That's good shit right there. Uh, but TikTok was like, I don't know about that. <laughs> Speaking of your videos. Did Post Malone ever give you a thousand dollars back? Uh, the bar did. Oh, okay. The bar. Okay. That's nowhere near as cool though. I mean, no, that's cool of them, but yeah, it's uh, but he he didn't know. Well, that's the thing. Like the bar made an honest mistake. That's all yeah. it was. And this is what's funny about it. So like we were there for a private party with the CMAs, and we got invited by a buddy to go. Um. And there's like Peyton Manning, Hardy, like fucking everybody. Like I just, yeah. I'm lucky to have some good fucking friends. Like it, yeah, ain't yeah. like ain't like Josh Terry's name was on the goddamn list. Like, <laughs> they knew better than invite my trashy ass in without like somebody supervising. <laughs> but what happened was is like it's Post Malone. You don't have to have a fucking card on file for Post Malone because it's, yeah, you know the motherfuckers got millions and millions of dollars. He just spent two point five million on a fucking. Pokemon card yeah. or some shit. Well, yeah, they're not worried about him paying. So he was dressed the way you think Post Malone would be dressed. And I mean that in all due respect. We got invited and we didn't know we were going to the last minute. So like we go in there and we had just got done with another show. So I got like blue jeans on, a cutoff shirt, and like a cutoff flannel or whatever. I look like Post Malone's crew. Everybody else in the fucking building is dressed to the T because it's the CMAs. Like everybody's dressed mm -hmm. nice. So I think what happened was the bartender was fucking just judging me and was <laughs> and was like, oh, he looks like trash too. That <laughs> that that must be I hope that, this card clears. Yeah. Swipe. <laughs> What's fucked up is literally it could not have happened at a worse time. I would like we were leaving the next day to go to some shows in Alabama to record some shit. And on the way there, we stopped to get gas and it got declined. And I was like, I know I ain't killing it right now, but I ain't fucking broke either. Like, I know I'm not. And what had happened was is that hit truck payment hit house payment hit. Everything hit at the same fucking day. And my bank was like, not today, motherfucker. <laughs> like, if, it, if it would not have been for an artist that was with us, I'd have been stuck between Alabama and Nashville. And, uh, but it was cool. Like it was, it was whatever. Uh, 
the bar was super fucking nice about it. They admitted that it was just, I mean, it was, I get how it happened. I wish he would have reached out, but also we've got some mutual buddies and it's like one of those things that if I ever get to meet him because of it in person, there's a lot of people like I would love to fucking drink and hang out with you guys and party with you guys in person. There's a lot of folks from social media. I would not, I would have them on the show. It's good for content. Like, and that's the reason why a lot of people won't fuck with me either too, is like, he's not really going to befriend us. If I think you're fake or I don't think you're genuine, I really like, it's not using somebody it's, Hey, we're, we're working together is how I like yeah. to say it. Yeah. But like, he is somebody that I don't even know if I'd want to do a show with. I think I would want to just have some beers and talk to him. Like if, yeah. if I was around y'all, I don't know if I, it's not that I wouldn't want to do a show with you, but I'd rather befriend you guys because you're, you're fucking legit good people, obviously than yeah. just, Oh, let's just <clears throat> use this person for content. Yeah. And we know exactly what you're talking about. Cause every time we get together with the ELE guys, we're always like, yeah, we're going to set up cameras. We're going to do this, that, and the third. And then we just end up bullshitting for the entire time that we're there and just yeah. hanging out. Well, And, and then like, at, the, at the last day, we're like, fuck, we didn't do none of the shit we said we was coming to do. <laughs> we go on these road trips. Uh, it's usually about once a month that I have to be in Nashville recording for a week at the time. And uh, like we've got everybody from OnlyFans girls that make millions of fucking dollars that come with us that artists, musicians, uh, just a lot of social media personalities, we all get together, and we do the same thing every time. We're like, oh, yeah, we were going to set up doing, you know, content for the week and all this kind of shit, but then it ends up being, we just had a good time. But yep. what's cool about it is iron shop sharpens iron. So it's like I always walk away from those things and being like, I might not have done a show, but I got some good ideas for some shit that I want to do. Oh yeah, and everything. So it always works. I want to have every you time. Well, dudes, uh, I'm not gonna hold y'all up. Y'all have real jobs, unlike some of us, and uh, I don't want to keep y'all <laughs> fucking up all night. I do want to have y'all back again, though. Anytime, anytime you guys want to shoot the shit, hang out, you know, be borderline racist with me. Uh, yeah, that's really, fine. Really fuck up some shit, you know? Yeah. Like I said, uh, I'll try to get the whole ELE crew together, and we'll come do a live show. Fuck Have yeah. everybody. Y'all let me Except know. Except for Justin, because he'll steal the fucking spotlight. Yeah, but we'll also get fucking 5 million views because that jackass. Exactly. Yeah. So. Yep. Be definitely in. <laughs> yeah, I will, uh, I'm fine with it. Uh, and Justin, I know you're probably going to listen to this. Just know. I love you, you fucking asshole. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's one of those people. He's more like, I'm not big on people that come up with gimmicks. And I thought when Justin first started with like the, the listen shit, I was mm -hmm. like, damn, what's he going to transition into? Like, what's he going to do next? And that dude's just fucking funny. He's just creative. He's an artist. Like, yes. Yeah. Like he, he could probably do stand up. Like he, he's one of those. Yeah. Oh, Justin oh, could yeah. definitely do stand up. Yeah, yeah, I just, could. I just like busting his fucking balls so much. He don't even fuck. Funny. Ever since he got that blue check mark, he don't fuck with me no more anyway. So. <laughs> he, he's, it, he's hard to get a hold of i will say hey, that. Is a, yeah. yeah i got both <coughs> he's i got busy, both. he's busy yeah i got both numbers and the bitch still takes five days <laughs> but anyway guys i appreciate it uh drop your social media stuff real fast before we get off here and then we'll uh we'll be done all right uh tiktok we are not underscore the underscore regulators uh, Facebook, we're the regulators again, and Instagram, we're the real regulators. 
All right, and that's all of them. Well, cool, dude. Well, Bobby, Eddie, thank y'all so much. I fucking this is one of my favorite shows I've done in a while. Being around real folks that get fucking real jokes and know what the real world's like. You guys are fucking cool. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us too. I'm glad we could finally make it. Anytime, dude. Y'all, I'm telling you, there's you have an open invite to anytime either one of y'all or both of y'all at the same time want to get on here and just air some shit, bullshit. Y'all are more than welcome. Yeah, yeah. We'll be back. Most people like it when it's both of us at the same time. Yeah. Well, I couldn't take it, but, <laughs> but I, can't, I don't know. I told you when we first started that I didn't know what it was going to take for me to sell out. <laughs> but if I got to do both of you at the same time to get where I want to be, bring that shit on. Regulators, let's ride. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, thank you all for listening to the Josh Terry Podcast. Hopefully, I'm not canceled after this, and I'll see you all next time. Take it easy.